This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 157 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, I am talking to Sarah Bankin, and we're going to be talking about what is the importance of a woman's collective. And Sarah is the founder of No Tribe, which is an amazing organization that you are definitely going to want to listen in about and hear how you can become more involved. I personally am part of the No Tribe that is in my local area of Charlotte, North Carolina, and you'll hear me, as usual, be as transparent as I always am about how I was very skeptical about the group of women that it was going to attract and how I was very pleasantly surprised. So let's dive in to this episode. Okay, Sarah, how are you? Doing well, you? Very good. I am so excited about this interview with you. Will you introduce yourself and your business a little bit for us? Absolutely. So my name is Sarah Benkin, and I am the founder of the No Book and Tribe. Love it. So you got to explain, tell us more about No Let's start with No Book, and then we'll go into No Tribe and how it's an entire women's collective, which I just love the term that you used for that. So will you start with the No Book? Sure. So they really are under the same brand. They both go hand in hand. The No Book is a collection of some of the top Uh, performing high caliber, really um, authentic women across one city. And um, the notebook is really sort of this uh, consumer resource, a vetted guide of the women you should know and do business with. I love it. And right now, what are some of the, because I know there's a bunch of new areas that you guys are in. Um, I personally found it here in Charlotte. I was looking for more of that in-person connection because so much of what I do is virtual and online. My clients are across the country. So for me, it was that in-person connection that I really got. Um, So you have a location in Charlotte. Where else do you have them? We are in Charlotte, North Carolina, Asheville, and Raleigh, North Carolina. We are in um, St. Petersburg, Clearwater, Tampa, Florida. We are, uh, of course, Phoenix. We were founded here in Phoenix, Arizona. We're up into Canada. We have Edmonton and Calgary, Canada, uh, Los Angeles. And then coming soon, locations are going to be Boise, um, Toronto, Ottawa, Nashville, Milwaukee, Sarasota, Fort Myers, Florida, which hasn't even been announced yet. Um, And just the list really just goes on and on. We're looking at Vegas for 2020, Tucson, Arizona, 2020, as well as San Diego, 2020. And those are, again, three cities that we haven't even announced publicly yet. Oh my goodness. You are just blowing up with this. I love it. So I want to kind of, if you don't mind, like I'll even kind of explain a little bit about like, that's how I found you and the women's collective and what you do with no, um, I'm one of the women for the Charlotte, North Carolina edition. And in it, you get a full page where it is a beautifully photographed. You guys have the photographers. Um, and then you just kind of have your contact information and it's a really great resource 
for the women that you said that are just doing the things, making their businesses grow are the top female entrepreneurs in the area. So if someone just heard this, a city that maybe they live in and they wanted to find out more information about how they could become involved, what is the best route for that? So we always say, go find us on social media because that's what you're going to do anyway. Right. (laughs) Go check us out on Instagram or Facebook. We're at no tribe and it's K N O W no tribe. Um, of course, go to our website, thenotribe.com. And um, there are so many different um, avenues that you can get involved in. So like I said, we have the book and we have the tribe. The tribe is a community that we've built um, around our members. And so you really what the book is, is it's become this display of our highly vetted high caliber members. And it's a new book comes out every year. So if you wanted to become a part of the, the book, you certainly could do that in the tribe. We also have um, four public events every year that happen um, for just women in the community who are maybe not ready for the book or um, really just getting started in their business. And they can just want, if they want to align with us, they can come to some of our public events. Um, and then we also have our society, which is our digital education uh, platform for women who are anywhere in the globe. So you don't even have to be in a city where no is. Maybe if you're a high growing business owner and you're interested in collaboration and community with some of our women, um, if you're interested in expert trainings on virtually any topic related to home life and business, then um, you you can join us there too. One of the things that I was attracted to when I was finding the community was not only the piece about the in-person connection, but your messaging that you had. What Can you kind of tell us a little bit about your kind of beliefs about women and being an entrepreneur and how to actually be successful with it? Um, sure. So what we, um, what we believe is that there are so many women's groups out there and there's so many things that you can do, whether you're in the community, you have a philanthropic heart, you are just growing your business. You want to expand your network, that sort of thing. We really create a safe place um, amongst women in, in any, in any, in any place, right? So whether you're connecting with us through the book, the tribe, the events, the society or, or, or wherever, um, our goal is to really bring in the best and brightest, not best and brightest meaning the most senior or the ones that have the most notoriety, but the best and brightest are women who really are paying it forward, who really care about collaborating. Um, we don't see competition here. If you look at any of our books, you're going to see between one and three women in the same exact industry. We promote collaboration, um, both locally and, and internationally. Um, it's really just become a safe place for us to just kind of come and be ourselves. Um, and I love that we are, we care about diversity and that's diversity in industry and ages and, and religions, backgrounds, you know, colors, all of that. So what we've really worked hard to curate here is, is just having a place where you can feel safe. You don't feel like you're in the wrong room. You feel like you are, um, you know, you're amongst sisters who really just get you in every aspect of your life. Yes. And I definitely could feel that not only in the room, but even being part of the society that you have with that online aspect of it is that it's, I don't feel that competition that you often will feel amongst women. It's 
more of that feeling of you're lifting each other up, supporting each other, helping each other move forward with your goals and what you're trying to do with your business. Um, so I do, I absolutely love that you have the way that you have put it together so that it's not that competition. It's just that feeling of you're there to help each other and see where you all can move your businesses towards. Absolutely. And it becomes a more of like, not what can you do for me, but what can I do for you? We believe, um, I personally believe, and I think the women that we've were surrounded by believe that, um, anything good will come from the relationship. So we really focus on building a relationship. This no is not a way to advertise yourself for your business. Um, I mean, that happens and business certainly happens. We've got some really amazing stories, um, that have come out of it, but, but what I would say is that it's about engaging and connecting, um, first, and then everything else happens from there. Yes. And I think it also provides a place where women in are working in their businesses and it's not that lonely feeling. You don't have that with that because they're creating their own businesses. They're dealing with the same kind of things. And you have those kind of conversations. Um, one of the no members in Charlotte is Nisha Pye. And I recently did an interview with her on the podcast about her new book, um, overcoming. And it was just, it, it was a great opportunity to just to get to know more about her and her story and, have her help her to be able to lift her up. Um, and I definitely feel like we're able to have those kind of conversations that sometimes when you get lost in your little world of trying to build this business, you don't have people that you can talk to about where you're at in your business and the struggles that come with it. And it can often feel very lonely. So having those women around you that can support you and understand where you're at to have those conversations with are just such a blessing. Sure. Sure. I love it. So tell me a little bit more about the society. So the society is, um, is actually our newest rollout and we rolled out society in about April of this year. And we've already kind of revised and revamped it. Um, society is the educational platform for business owners or, or leaders. Um, so to be in no or to affiliate with no, you don't have to be a business owner. You can be an aspiring entrepreneur. You can be a leader. You could be um, someone who is in, in a civil position or edu- high-ranking high education positions, those sort of things. So, um, but we created society for our business owners, and um, we wanted to find a way to build a sort of a separate pod or community outside of entire the entire no community and. Um, and there's three ways to get involved in society. And the first way is just to join the RISE membership. And the RISE membership is open to any woman um, who is looking for one community and connection with other business owners. Um, again, remembering they're from all different industries and all over the world. Um, but someone who's also interested in getting like downloads and um, the very latest tips and tricks of the trade, whatever that is. So it could be social media information. I know, um, Jenny, you did one, you did a society expert training for us not too long ago. Um, so you know a little bit more about what those expert trainings are, but they're within five categories. So it could be personal development. It could be business 101. And that's great for the women who are aspiring or just getting started. Anything from 
uh, planning your exit strategy to um, figuring out how to um, better brand yourself and what messaging looks like for your business. Um, we also have a bunch of different perks and no perks and, and um, partnering business perks that you can take advantage of. But then outside of Rise, and that's open all the time for any woman, we are also um, in the beta testing process of two business accelerator programs that I, I've personally developed. So I've been an entrepreneur business owner for 10 years, 11 years, and um, I've been in the small business world for about 23 years. Um, so I have a lot of expertise in growing businesses, finances, um, information, infrastructure, organization, and things like that. So I've used all of my experience to create our three-month program um, called Elevate. And Elevate is a three-month program that focuses on a specific topic within your business. So it could be sales, marketing, money, finance. Um, it's all done online. And we work together in pods of eight to 10 um, to help come to the table for accountability and, and peer solutions to problems. But then we also bring in an industry expert within those related areas um, once a month to do sort of this masterclass, if you will. And, um, and we've received an extremely um, interesting uh, feedback. Everybody's been really excited. People are leaving each of those meetings. Of course, they're online, each of those meetings with three to five things that they can implement in their business right away. So this isn't, um, it's kind of like a very quick kind of turn and burn. What can I do today that will help me tomorrow? Um, and that could also help me right now. And, um, and then the Propel program is, is another step further. So you graduate, elevate, you go into Propel, and that's a six-month program. That's just a deeper dive. We look at social media. We'll be looking at, um, we'll be looking at how you set up your organization and infrastructure and, and things like that. But yeah, so society is really great. It's for our business owners um, that are in high-growth mode and, and really want to dig in deep to their business. You mentioned a little bit about your background quickly. Can you go a little bit deeper into that? Because because I know that there's a story behind how why you wanted to create No after being an entrepreneur yourself for so many years. Can you yeah. kind of dive into that a little bit? Sure. So I um, my background is accounting and um, and like I said, kind of organizational infrastructure. And so I've I've been working in small businesses in a variety of industries. Um, for a number of years and decided that it was kind of time for me to do something on my own. Um, so I started a concierge company back in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, about 11 years ago. And, um, and it, it saw very quick, very quick success. We, we essentially started it back on um, back about 10 or 10 or 11 years ago, really off of Craigslist. I mean, that's when Craigslist was a, was the place to go to find gigs and things like that. And, um, using my own expertise of business and, and working with so many different small, small companies, I was able to really build out our business very quickly. And, um, we were able to scale within the first year. So we opened our first location in Raleigh, North Carolina, and then we, uh, expanded our, our second location to Charlotte, North Carolina, just about a year after. So that one has been in existence for a little bit over eight or nine, probably close to nine years now. And um, then we started our licensing model. So I've been able to scale this business. And one of the things that I love about that company, Metro 
chose other women is that we employed women, we serviced women, we were really focused on outsourcing and, um, and how you could get, you know, kind of more efficient in your day, your daily life and bringing balance to these high powered career women. I mean, women were not our only clients, but that's certainly where the passion has been. Um, and after I moved to Arizona four years ago, I was, I was kind of looking for something else to do for women and what, what could we do? And the, the way that no came about was I had sold a couple of my locations with my other company um, and had to, I really moved to Phoenix and didn't know anyone when I was, when I was here. Um, so I had to restart. And um, I say that that was a very scary, hard time, but it was also a very exciting time because as an adult woman, for the first time in my life, I was able to kind of pick and choose who my, who my sisters were and who my tribe was. Um, but no grew out of a passion for women and wanting to bring new faces to the table. Um, you see so many women out there who are like, we call them the lucky ones. They're winning all the awards or in all the magazines, they're getting features on everything. But then you have this really great number of women who are kind of behind the scenes who aren't focused on the accolades or just don't get them. Um, I thought, how could we bring more of those types of women to the table? How do we show our community that there is more than just the five or 10 that you see all the time? Right. Yes. Uh, so I want to just jump back just a little bit because I feel like what you have done for the past before even know was really focusing on women and making it simpler for them. So your concierge business was established with the idea of being able to give those women that had the crazy jobs that weren't able to do, feel like they could get all the little things done. Um, what would those services kind of consist of? And I have a follow-up question. There is a reason I'm going this direction. <laughs> sure. Okay. So, um, well, with our, with our concierge company, we were traditional personal and business assisting. Um, and we started the company as, like you said, a way to kind of bring more time and balance back into your day. Um, we had a personal, we have, a, we do have a personal side and we have a business side. So for our personal, um, household clients, we would do everything from laundry to cooking, to errands, to meal prep, shopping, and, uh, you know, helping you with your events or hosting your parties. Um, even if it was just taking the dog out during the middle of the day, those are some of the things that we would do. And then on the business side, and a lot of times, funny enough, we would have a, a lot of, um, a lot of clients that would maybe be both of their business owners, but it was a little girl Friday task, like um, filing your receipts, organizing your, your business filings and helping you go paperless, things like that. Yes. And the reason that I'm asking about this is because I think that's something that you also bring to know is because you have this business that you, prior where you understood that, we, as entrepreneurs, they're trying to do so much with their business, so much with their families, you understand the tasks that need to get handed off. And I think that that's one of the things that a lot of us, as we start to try to scale, don't understand and don't know how to do, that we have to take some things and take it off of our plate. And I think mm -hmm. you've done a great job inside of society to show those things that can get handed off, that should get handed off. Are there things that you feel like are immediate things that should be the first things you're handing off in your, whether it's your business or even your personal life as a woman? 
Absolutely. I think that, uh, well, the first thing is mindset. We don't need to control everything. Um, I don't think we should think that we need to control everything. The days have changed. We, um, you know, I still am, am a pretty big overachiever in my own house. I like to cook dinner every day or at least provide it. Um, I know that if I go under the impression that I have to do that every single day, then I'm going to fail and I'm going to feel really crappy about that. Right. So I think, um, you start in the house and then you start and then you, you, you also do that in your business. So the first thing you can do is, um, start assigning some chores. If you have, uh, kids who, who are, you know, of age, start assigning some of those chore lists and don't look back, you know, enforce it at home. And if you, if you can, if you're able to feasibly, you know, financially afford it, or maybe, maybe you've got little ones or don't have any at all, hire a house cleaner. That's the very first thing that goes for me. Um, we don't do cleaning in Metro's other women. So I'm not, uh, I'm not certainly saying that you should hire us. Um, but definitely hire a house cleaner. That's the first thing. Um, for me. And then the second thing has always been laundry. I actually started Metro's other woman because I had a house cleaner. I didn't have anyone to do my laundry or my cooking. Um, I was very busy. I was commuting back and forth. Um, I had had a new baby. It was just overwhelming. And, um, and so I would say any kind of help you can get around the house, just outsource it, whatever that looks like, whether it's to a family member, to a friend, to a company, whoever. Um, also I say, you know, the same thing with, uh, with your, with your business. If you can outsource some of your admin tasks, let it go. Um, I'm, I probably say the last thing that should go is your social media. And, um, because I think that you need to have an authentic voice within your community and within your messaging and and your brand. So if you're going to outsource your social media, make sure working with that person hand in hand. So they really get to know who you are and they're not just putting some generic stuff out there. Um, but but I would say even the basics, hire a bookkeeper so that you don't get stuck uh, <laughs> December 18th thinking, oh, crap, I haven't reconciled a single bank statement or or accounted for any of my receipts. <laughs> right. So um, whatever you can let go, let go and don't think you have to manage it all. I love that. So to those who are hesitant to whether it is hesitant because of the guilt that they'll feel for handing things off or hesitant because of the money that maybe they feel like, should I spend it on this? Is this going to actually give me the time back that I need? What would you say to to them? I would say um, one of the things that we talked about very early when, when we talk about outsourcing and I was developing this whole um, concierge personal assistant company. But one of the things I would hear from our um, perspective and current clients is, you know, I've been saying for years, I need a wife. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so funny because I feel like that too, right? Um, it's hard to do it all. So don't get wrapped up in the thought that you have to do it all. Just start letting go what you can. Um, I would say if you are worried about the cost, um, I actually have a, a, um, the story I talk about all the time where we say we have to clip the vine. If you're stuck doing everything, then you won't be good at anything because if you're trying to do a little bit of everything, there's not what it were you a master of. So I love when um, women let go and know that, no, it may not be perfect. It may not be exactly as you you would do it. House cleaning is a prime example, right? Maybe, um, or laundry, maybe they, they didn't fold the towel exactly the way you like it, but you know what? 
let's, let's say it's off your plate. So now you can focus on truly building your business, building your sales, building whatever it is that you're trying, or maybe it's just spending more time with family. Maybe it's being able to unplug and not have to think about the dishes that have to get done or the meals that need to be prepped. Yes. Oh my goodness. So good, Sarah. It, it is. It's something that I think a lot of us feel guilt at first at doing. And then once you actually take that plunge of handing some of the stuff up, it, the relief that you can feel <laughs> I know. to be able to just focus on your business and to do those things. Um, and I think too, like part of it, you have to have a conversation with your significant other about why it is that you're doing, or especially if they're giving you pushback on why can't you just get it all done? Because you always used to get it all done. Um, I think that it's important to have that conversation. And that's one of the things that I love about society is you have the opportunity to not only have trainings that can help to improve your business, but you also have that forum, that, that ability to have all of these women that you can go to and just kind of voice and get feedback and what would they say and how did they handle it? So it's that support that it really truly provides. For sure. For sure. I think that's so important to know. Like I, when I was creating, no, I was having, you know, I've had hundreds of conversations, probably at this point, thousands of conversations with women. And I would, with some, with some of them, I would say, you know, like, don't you get sick of like walking into a room and feeling like you're not good enough or walking into a room and feeling like everybody has it together or, um, or our husbands support us or our spouses, significant others support us. And they say, good job, honey, you got it. But they really don't know what it's like to feel the pressure of, uh, of being a woman that has to like, literally we're expected to be super woman every single day. And whether that's our own expectations with ourselves or it's outside expectations, um, from others, we really are in a position <laughs> where if we don't let it go, we're just, we're going to fail at some point. Yes. Uh, Sarah, where would be if they wanted to, we talked about no, um, it was no on, uh, Instagram and the no tribe.com, right? Those were the, okay, good. Um, on Instagram, it's at no tribe, no tribe. That's what it was. Okay. Um, at on, um, on web, it is the no tribe.com. And and then you can find us on Facebook as well at no tribe. And, um, if you head over to our websites, probably the most extensive site or where you can find the most information um, about us, but it includes all the different options, who we are, um, sort of like what our mission is. Of course, our mission is the lift and rise. We believe that, um, we should lift each other because when we lift each other together, we rise. Um, we really believe in linking arms with, with other women from all, like, like I said, all women and, um, and really figuring out how we can best work together to excel. Yes. No, I love it. And so what I would definitely recommend to listeners is that you head to the website, take a look at the different things that are offered as far as is there a no book actually in your city? Um, and then also taking a look at the society and see if it could fill some of those buckets of information that you need to definitely get in for more information on. And if you are interested in having no book come to your city, that's an option as well. Isn't there a process for that, Sarah? 
There is definitely a process. And um, and so the way that we've expanded, we are the, um, the nation's fastest growing women's collective, just because there's really no other um, company or brand that's bringing in as many women um, into their program or tribe as, as us. Um, but the way that we've expanded is really just through, um, ambassador interest. So if you don't see no in your city and you really are, are fired up about women and supporting them and rallying them together, um, then go onto our website and, um, and fill out an ambassador request form or ambassador interest form. And we work with women from all over the United States and Canada to determine whether, it makes sense for you and your life, your business to kind of head up uh, no tribe in your city. Yes, I love it. Um, I have to be totally transparent. When I first decided that I was going to sign up and become a member, um, I was skeptical because I didn't know when you get a bunch of women together, you never know what you're going to get. And you can have lots of words on the website that say that you're going to help each other and there's going to be that collaboration. And I... From the very first event that I attended, it just kind of filled the room. And I largely feel that that is because you, Sarah, are attracting those women that so fiercely want to help each other rise, like you talk about. Um, So I just, you've done such a wonderful job. And I really, so excited about continuing to see it grow. Thank you. I am excited too. Um, It's definitely been a very fun journey. It's this no book kind of started as a passion project to, like I said, bring more women to my city in Phoenix. And, um, and it's, it's been such confirmation to know that I wasn't the only one that needed community. I wasn't the only one who wanted to see, you know, more faces and uh, more from my city. So it's been really fun to see this thing grow, but I think you're absolutely right. I mean, we are mission only. And if it, if it doesn't, if it doesn't go along with our collaboration mindset, then we're not going to do it. We're not, we're really, really, really focused on vetting the right people and, and, and bringing the right people in. Um, we have another, another phrase we say, no mean girls allowed. And we really do try to stick to that, um, as best as we can so that everybody has a place. And again, it's a safe, creating safe environments for, for really high caliber women who don't have a lot of time to waste and who really do want to engage with like-minded people. Yes. So, so very true. Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and talk to my audience and kind of explain a little bit more about it. Cause every, I've had quite a few people notice on my Instagram stories where I've been at an event and they'll ask about it. I'm like, I can't fully explain it. It's just so awesome. I'm so excited about it. Um, so I love the opportunity of having you on to be able to really share where the passion for this has come from your journey, the whole thing. So thank you. Yes. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited to, to keep our conversations going. And if anyone's interested in learning more about No Tread, reach out to us too. You can email us at hello at the and we'll get right back to you. Perfect. Thanks so much. Thank you. We've talked quite a bit in the past about the importance of not only having and surrounding yourself with women that are understanding your business, 
but also understanding what you're needing to scale your business, which is why I asked the question to Sarah about the importance of handing things off and really understanding how you can better spend your time rather than doing all the little things in your home, in your business, where they could be handed off to someone else. I hope you found this discussion that we had very eye-opening and also that you're interested in finding a way to bring no to your local area or joining a community that they have online. I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. It is officially 2020 and we are going to make this the best year ever. If you have not left a review yet on your favorite podcasting app, I would so appreciate it if you took the time to do that. Make sure that when you do in the comments that you leave, just put your Instagram handle so I can send you a personalized thank you. Those reviews just make everything that I do worth it. And it lets me know what types of episodes you are listening to and are really helping you out the most, which information as well as which format, because I've tried a couple different formats for you guys, as you probably have noticed as listeners of the long time of the podcast. I am hoping that I will see you at Influencer Entrepreneurs Academy here in Charlotte. If you have not already purchased your tickets, make sure you do. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then.